or no, this is your last chance. No beating around the bush. Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. This is the Redefine Relentless Podcast. Welcome back with Redefine Relentless. It is episode 88, Distorted Failure, How Distraction Leads to Failure and What You Can Do About It. We're going to jump right into this podcast episode. A key takeaway immediately that I'm giving you is the steady state flow of mind. The steady state of flow is what it's called. I say of mind. But how do you achieve this steady state of flow? And first of all, what is it? It's it's when you're the ultimate laser focused that you get so much done, you feel really good. And it's really actually, especially in today's world with all these distractions around us, it's really hard to achieve this. So there's no questions. We have distraction. We have TikTok. We have Instagram. We have all this stuff. We all know that. What I want to talk about and focus and hone in on is to the fact of how we can alleviate that. And just, first of all, how do we achieve steady state of flow? There's three things I want to say real quick. Focus on one goal and exclude all others. Again, one goal. Don't do 20 goals at a time. One goal. That means throwing everything else that's making noise, emails, notifications, turning those off. Text messages, flipping your phone down, turning on do not disturb, whatever it may be, leaving it so you are focused and honed in on one thing. Two, you want to be you want to find this goal or objective or whatever you're doing meaningful. And I know it's it's in work and some things that you do, it, not everything can. So you can't really achieve steady state of flow with every single thing, but you have to find it meaningful with what you do. Three, choose someone at the edge. Sorry, not someone. Choose something at the edge of your comfort and abilities to challenge you. Because once you have this challenge, again, it can't be too hard, but it can't be too easy. So you find this middle medium where it's like challenging you to learn new things. And and then you get laser focused. So when I'm doing an Excel and I'm creating a return on investment tool for um, the company I'm working for, Indiana Auto Care, managing and operating 17 Jiffy Loops, is that I'm really honed in and I'm like learning new things. I'm adding new things when I'm doing these reports to make them better. And now the compounding effect over time, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm at a steady state flow of mind. I'm super concentrated. I'm super honed in on what I'm doing, which is really important when being productive. And that's how I get a lot done. A new thing that I've done, and again, I'm going to re. actually before I jump into the next part, is there's three things I want you to obtain of steady state of flow. Again, focus on one goal and exclude all other ones. Don't try to multitask. Multitask is a myth. There is so many studies. There's Harvard um, and Stanford, uh, PH, people in P, that have PhDs in neuroscience that have studied this. There's so much data around it. Go look it up yourself uh, if you're interested. But I'm telling you right now, there's so many people I've heard that have just said that like multitasking is literally a myth. We only have one processor of a brain. We're not like a computer. Computers can multitask because they have multiple processors um, and they can process multiple things. We only have one brain, unfortunately. So we can't be thinking of multiple things. And although I'm sure there's things you can counter that with. But again, just try to focus on one goal. Two, Try to make it a meaningful goal. Three, choose a goal that is putting you to the edge of your comfortabilities as well as challenging you uh, at the same time. But again, not too hard, but not too easy. You're trying to find that happy medium. That's how you achieve the steady state of flow. So automated voicemails and emails. What I did is I went on the Gmail uh, website and then I went to settings. Then I went to um, advanced settings and then I go down all the way to vacation settings. And then I typed a message that is basically, it's actually see all settings as I see now. 
But what I said is, greetings, friends. Due to high workload, I am currently checking and responding to emails twice daily, 12 p.m. Eastern time zone and 4 p.m. Eastern time zone. If you require urgent assistance, in parentheses, please ensure that it's urgent, close parentheses, that it cannot wait till either 12 p.m. or 4 p.m. Please contact me via phone at 317-650-5531. Thank you for understanding the move to more effective and efficient time. It helps me accomplish more to serve you better. Sincerely, Hunter Beal. Now, what I did with vacation time uh, is it, what this does is it sends an automated email. Right when someone emails me, they get this. doesn't matter if they email me twice a day. They're going to get it every single time. Uh, but they know that I'm only reading for 12 and 4 p.m. to alleviate distractions and focus on emails. Instead of always opening emails and answering them um, right away, I'm creating basically a path where um, a book I read, The 4-Hour Workweek, which is super important in prioritizing and making sure you get stuff done and alleviating distractions because you got to do what you do best and hone in on what is your objective of the day instead of doing all these little tasks. So in my subject line is, please call if urgent, read below, which is what I just read to you. And so it's vacation responder on. That's what I achieved with that in order to get what I have um, with that. And then I have a, a, a voicemail that is pretty much parallel to the same of what that is. Basically going in, thanks for calling me. Uh, I will answer them at 12 to 4 p.m. Please leave a voicemail uh, or you can text me, something along those lines. Uh, to really create a parameter of people understand. Again, this is business. This isn't uh, like family. Although a family calls me and it goes to the voicemail, that's what they get because uh, I don't have a work phone, unfortunately. But um, it, they probably understand. Uh, but that's this is not in comparison to family. I want to. That's important. This is business. Um, so again, twelve to four p.m. Uh, your time, whatever that is, whether you're on Central, Pacific, whatever you're on, 12 to 4 um, after productive times, you don't want to look at your email at the start of the day. And it really talks about this because your brain is focused in and honed in at the beginning of the day a lot more than it is in the afternoon. And if we focus and give it, we feel like we've gotten things done. Like, I'm not even kidding. It used to take me a whole about hour and 15 minutes to do these couple reports because I was always switching between email and that. And a couple days ago, I started just doing reports and answering email. I got reports done in 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And those emails that I could answer were like 20 minutes as also, I just saved myself 45 minutes of time. Well, that's probably not the right math. 40, I said 15, so 35, uh, 35 minutes. I saved myself right there. So it's like these things we don't realize there's not such thing as multitasking. Let me bring a quick activity just to prove to you furthermore. And I'm sure there's always, there's always an excuse, but just listen to and look up the data as well with these neuroscientists, Harvard graduates, uh, Stanford. These are all published by highly credible people and universities. And this activity is writing A through Z, um, but you want to do A1. B2, C3, and you want to go down the whole alphabet numbering them. Do that, time yourself all the way to Z, and then go back and then do A through Z at once and then number at once um, differently. So, And you'll notice every your second time is way faster than your first time, no matter what you do, because your brain's focusing on one task and it can hone in. That just alleviates, it tells you so much just in that one little activity. And I tried it in a book, Manage Your Day-to-Day Effectively, episode number 20. I highly recommend you listen to it. I now have all my episodes labeled. Uh, I believe it's the myth on multitasking that furthermore deep, deep dives into that. 
So more uh, is social media timers. Uh, that helps a lot and sleep more to get more focus. And that's something I've been taking to heart. I I had in pot, um, I had this timer on my phone alarm and it measured how much I slept. I think I slept like four and a half or five hours. All of like college was my average sleep time, which is terrible. And I realized I needed to do something better. So I've been focusing a lot more. I've been going to bed at 10, trying to get up at like 530, sometime around there, get, have my morning routine and go uh, work out so I can have um, what it accomplishes when you work out in the morning. I forget the chemical that helps you induce something, uh, induce uh, reduce chemical levels that cause stress and it, uh, cortisol, I believe. No, that's not it. That's not the, I forget the chemical that gives you like a, a, a higher likelihood of achieving steady state flow of mind. And as well as giving you productivity and you feeling more energetic, like you've already gotten stuff done. Although at the end of the day, I will say it tires me down. Um, but that's what I do to achieve. And that's my killer routine. Just a quick second away from the podcast episode, please leave a review, share with friends and family. I really would appreciate that and turn bell notifications on so you know when I drop the next podcast episode. That being said, enjoy the rest of the episode. So there's five things that I want you to do to prevent distractions from work. I've already talked about some, but I want these to really hone in. Identify your distractions is number one. Number two, create a distraction-free environment. We kind of already talked about that. So it's like identifying those distractions and whether it be having a coworker or if you work by yourself like I do, I'm just constantly thinking about what I'm doing. You can write down what you're doing every 30 minutes to really understand what you're doing repetitively. If it can be automated, that's a whole different thing. Um, But um, honing in on those distractions, social media, looking at your phone, the data, there's phone, there's tons of data all over your phone talking about, um, you know, how much you use apps, so on and so forth. And then um, after you create a distraction-free environment, you want to set aside specific times for checking email and social media. Like I said, 12 to 4, I already have it set up so people are aware of that as well, um, voicemail and uh, email as well. And then as well as uh, social media. I have social media timers for about 30 minutes on all social media platforms. So I don't exceed that and get into mind-boggling just soup that is not, I will say leisure time is important and it's funny to watch funny videos, but it just sends you on a whirlwind of emotions. And I've been trying to cut back on that significantly, although it is harder, especially being content producer and podcasting, but I understand it, but you really have to cut back and you understand that I'm going to do a week soon without any social media, which is really important. And then four, use productivity tools and apps. Um, there is Rescue Time, uh, which tells you the time frame and how focused you are. You can download it on your PC. Highly recommend. Um, Four-hour work week goes in a lot of tools as well. Uh, the, you can just look up uh, time management apps, productivity tools, uh, that are blocking websites and notifications. A really important thing with um, staying pr- – easy thing you can do on settings is turning off your notifications to your, your email uh, after you've set it a uh, vacation time thing, I just told you earlier, uh, you can basically turn off all notifications. And what you do in letting with those automated email responses and the voicemail, people know that they can text you or they can call you. And that's the best way that you're going to answer. And that's very important to realize um, when you're creating this uh, and making this very impactful voicemail and um email response as well uh, that's automated. Super important because everything's so loud and fuzzy. Once you hone in and focus with this productivity way, um, 
tool really is what it is. You can really hone in and focus, uh, which is what we're doing. Uh, you can turn off so many notifications, Instagram, um, TikTok, you know, all these different things that give you notifications that cause fuzz or set it up on your phone to where you have do not disturb on certain apps can't. I highly recommend you do that. It's very important. Um, so a huge distraction that leads to failure is not focusing on one thing. And I can't say that enough. Like so many entrepreneurs have said that, um, I'm going to give some um, examples, but before we do, uh, Mark Cuban talks about something that I really liked in a quote that resonated with me. It's not a lack of capital. It's a lack of effort. A lot of people, number one reason why business startups fail is because of lack of capital. But in reality, it's a lack of effort. He was even saying, as long as you put effort in, you have passion. That's why it's so important to be passionate about what you do because it's the days that you don't feel like doing it, but you're passionate and you can keep on going forward about it, uh, which is really important. You're able to work a lot harder than the other person, but it's important to be productive with what you're working with. Um, But with that quote, and then the second thing uh, from that is that a lot of it is basically they don't know their markets. They don't understand. They don't have common sense and brains. And even Mark Cuban said that in that quote, furthermore, it was like, it's either a lack of effort or a lack of brains at the end of the day. And you have to really understand that and be able to focus. Because if you focus on 20 different things, you're not going to achieve. That's what I had tough with my podcast. I realized that I have to focus in and hone in on my podcast and finish it out to episode 100. And then I'm going to be pivoting over to simpler living and really trying to create that going, uh, get that going. I know I can only focus on one thing at one time. I've tried to do both and they just become, you know, not that great. Uh, And content isn't that good. So I have to really hone in and focus in on one thing. Trust me, I've done it. And I have to go through it in order to understand it. That's just me. So maybe you have to go through it to really understand it. But I'm telling you right now, focus on one thing and do it really darn well. And I said it on the last podcast episode, and I can't say it enough. So let's give examples now of um, failure. I wanted to talk really quickly about failure and why it's important to understand that failing is ultimately a huge reason why people fail. Persistence closes the distance. Persistence closes the distance. I can't say that enough. Leatherman. Uh, the, the guy that made the Leatherman um, pliers, which is like a multi-tool and stuff. He was like the creator of it. It took him 200 attempts to go to catalogs in order for the one person to say yes. Then it ended up, they ordered like 100. Then they ordered 250. They kept on selling out, ordered 500. Then they ordered 1,000. Then they ordered another 1,000. Then they ordered 2,000. It took this man two years to sell just one Leatherman. That's persistence. He had a job in the background and he was trying to focus on this, but he was trying to make enough money to substitute his job and then quit his job so he could do it, which I completely understand. But what we're talking about when focusing on things, and it's very important because you can have a lot of excuses, is don't try to create 20 businesses. Try to focus on really one and do it really darn well. There's, It's not saying you can't have multifaceted uh, revenue streams to your business, but it needs to focus to the main objective of what you're doing. Um, there's many different things that make your business better, but you really want to focus on your core of your business or what your objective is for the day. So uh, let's talk about failure real quick. Some people that um, focused on one thing, Oprah Oprah, uh, Winfrey, she focused on creating meaningful and impactful content through her TV shows, magazines, and online platforms. That's what she focused in on. Then you had Larry Page, which was a co-founder of Google. He focused on developing search technology and making information more accessible to people around the world. Then there was Jeff Bezos. He focused, obviously the CEO of Amazon was the CEO. So he focused on 
online marketplace that offered a wide selection of products and convenience delivery options. And you can be like, well, Hunter, that's, that's a lot of stuff. And he focused, he focused on the search engine of this thing. So it's to understand the bigger objective and having multifaceted things that can be tied to it and having a dream team in which you really get there. Um, Howard Schultz, the CEO of Starbucks focused on creating a unique and high quality coffee experience to customers. He didn't create a burger restaurant with that. He focused on creating an environment that people would really like. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, he focused on building a social network platform that connected people around the world. Steve Jobs, he focused on creating innovative and user-friendly technology products. Elon Musk, he focused on advancing space travel and renewable energy and technology. Chick-fil-A, I forget the founder's name, but he created a really good chicken sandwich and he delivered. In past like 50 years they've been open, every single year they've increased in revenue. There's never been a declining part of revenue because they learned to do one thing really well, sell chicken sandwiches and other things as well. Um, But they haven't changed their menu. I don't think they add that many new things. They add like maybe one, but they don't like, you know, completely delete a menu and completely add a whole different thing. It's really important that these people focused on one thing and did it really darn well. That's what you have to do. I'm telling you right now in your objectives and your small tasks that you do focus on one thing and do it really darn well. And you have to learn about prioritize as well. A lot of these CEOs know how to prioritize and that's very important that you understand what needs to be done first and what could be done last um, because we can get mixed up in this fuse of uh, smoke thinking that we need to do something and we don't need to. So failing in my example, I had a failed podcast yesterday. My mic wasn't hooked up correct. And then I learned, I, so I lost, some people would call it, but I call it learn. We don't lose, we learn. I learned from a case competition Uh, I made top 100 CEO global pitch contestant last year uh, and unfortunately didn't get passed. um, So that was a failure. And then my shoe business in high school, I got scammed. Uh, I bought these Jordans that were about $300 plus overnight shipping uh, to Chicago and on like a shady part of town. And I was like, you know, Sounds weird, but he emailed me uh, a fake receipt basically saying he paid me and he didn't, but it was my first time making a sale on PayPal, but I learned. I learned from that uh, experience and it was a failure, but it was a huge teaching in understanding that. Um, And then I I have many flopped episodes. There's some episodes that I didn't do that well that I could have done better. And then there's video. So you might notice now if you click on videos on one of my podcast episodes, it no longer works. I did a transition from Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, to Podbean because it really showed me more data that was more true to people downloading stuff uh, because it didn't, the numbers didn't seem real. And as I know now, my numbers should be a lot higher than what they were um, because Podpeen really does, you know, I could make excuses and everything. um, But at the end of the day, I knew I had more and Podbean is showing that now. But unfortunately, when I transferred over, the videos basically deleted because it was Spotify. It was on like Spotify that the videos were. Um, And unfortunately, when I made that switch, they must not like that. And, um, no longer can have video. Now it's just crappy audio basically from my phone. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. I learned from that. But there's so many failures. And there's one last thing I want to say. A smart person learns from their own failures, but a wise person learns from other people's failures and mistakes. Very important to do that. That's going to be wrapping up this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed. It was very action-packed and straight to the point. 
I'm glad I had a take two of this episode because the other one was 30 minutes. I simplified it and even provided more information now. It's not that repetitive. Hope you enjoyed this one. Be grateful to, for today. Tomorrow's never promised. I will see you next episode. This has been the Redefine Relentless Podcast. Catch you guys later. And that's the last you saw of them. You got it? <laughs>